New to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis with the wonderful Andrea Donsky. So glad you're listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. Today, Andrea and I are going to talk about the cold and flu season, how long you really need to wash your hands, this might surprise you, and how I've created an insane germaphobe in my daughter. And Andrea, it's all my fault. It's really bad. (laughs) You and me both, baby. You and me both. All right. Well, before we uh, jump into this fantastic topic, who is the sponsor this month? So this month it is Nature Care. Love that company. They make organic and natural feminine hygiene products like tampons and pads. They've got baby wipes and they've got so many different products for your needs. So make sure to check them out at naturecare.com. They've been a longtime Naturally Savvy sponsor. And because of Nature Care, we are able to do our show. So big thanks and gratitude goes out to them. So I mentioned a moment ago that I've created a germaphobe. I'm pretty germaphobic. I hate being sick. I just, I mean, who doesn't, right? But I get like insane. Like I, my husband makes fun of me. He's like, everything in the world's going to end. Everything's horrible. Because I do. I get like everything is now awful and will never be good again because I feel sick. And so my oh. daughter, unfortunately, I've passed that nuttiness on to her. And now like she went to a restaurant with my husband a few weeks ago because every weekend they do a daddy-daughter lunch, either on Saturday or Sunday, which is so nice for them and so nice for me. And they went to a restaurant. There was a lot of elderly people and somebody coughed and she was like, we have to get out of here, dad. And he's like, what, what, you know, or I'll want to take her somewhere. There's going to be a lot of little kids there. They're all just snot monsters. I'm like, oh my gosh, are your kids like this too? (laughs) My kids are not like that actually at all, but I'm totally a germaphobe, but you know what? Luckily I didn't really pass it along to my kids. I mean, they definitely have their, you know, I have to bug them to when they come in the house to wash their hands. And especially around this time of the year when there are just germs everywhere at school and, you know, after school care. And I tell them all the time, wash your hands, 20 seconds, make sure you're, you know, you're doing it for a while. And, uh, but luckily I haven't created the germaphobes that, uh, that I am myself. Well, that is good. Well, speaking of washing hands, so on NaturallySavvy.com, there's a great article among many, how long do you really need to wash your hands? Uh, In a study from Michigan State University, researchers watched more than 3,700 people after using the bathroom and reported that, okay, I'm going to have you guess, how many percent did not wash their hands long enough to kill germs? What percent of the people? Probably in the 90%. You are good. 95%. So that means people are doing things in the bathroom and then they're walking around and they're touching doorknobs, they're touching your computer, they're touching your shoulder. Uh, so the average amount of time the study showed that people washed their hands for only six seconds. And even more disturbing was that 7% of women and 15% of men didn't wash their hands at all. That just blows my mind. <laughs> And the thing is, is I did a TV segment on City Line and we literally talked about our phone is in the bathroom and we're on our phones for so many hours a day and we're not wiping our phone down at the end of the day. And so I bug, that's one thing I bug my kids and my husband about all the time. I'm like, you're coming in the house, wipe your phone down every single time that you come in and nobody does it in my house other than me. But it's gross. If you think about it, we are literally, you go to the bathroom, we're taking our phone everywhere. We're out, we're at the store, we're shopping, wherever we are, we're out and about in bathrooms and you're not wiping that phone down. I am a big fan of walking in the house, washing your hands, wiping down your phone every single time that you come in. Now, do you just wash your, or wipe your phone down? Do you like put hand sanitizer on it and wipe it down? Do you just use a cloth? What do you do? 
So what I do is I spray vinegar and water or I use the Nature Clean. They're one of Naturally Savvy sponsors. I'll take their all-purpose cleaner. I'll spray it on a, you know, a cloth or a paper towel, and then I will wipe it down. You never want to spray directly on the phone because that can actually ruin it. I've done that where I've yeah, you want to be very careful. Make sure it's not dripping wet. Make sure you, you spray it on a paper towel. Let it, you know, make sure it's not that, that soaked. And then just wipe it down. Wipe the case down. Wipe the front facing part down. And especially before you go to bed. So think about it. How many of us are waking up in the morning and getting on your phone within the first, let's say, hour of waking up, which is probably 99.9% .9 of us. And then if you want to wipe down your phone from the night before, then you're just, it's the first thing you touch. I don't know. That's where my germophobia <laughs> comes in. <laughs> well, you had it right on the 22nd as a new release, uh, a new study, excuse me, released by the British Royal Pharmaceutical Society found that washing your hands for just 20 seconds will remove germs and reduce the need for antibiotics. Another thing I love about this article is it talked about that infections that are triggered, that triggers a cold, a flu, or diarrhea. It talks about what I said, somebody touching your shoulder, somebody touching a handrail, touching a doorknob, and then you touch it. You know, when I'm out and about, if I'm at a restaurant and I go to the bathroom, I mean, I wash my hands and then I use a paper towel to turn off the sink and open the door. <laughs> just, but then you can go too far, right? For sure. I mean, they say that you actually want to be exposed to germs so that your body becomes accustomed to it, it builds your immune system, especially with little kids, like you don't want to be using antibacterial soap, you want to expose yourself to the germs. But you know, it's funny, because I do know this. But at the same time, I, I don't use antibacterial soap at all. Like in our house, we use the nature clean stuff, we use natural soap. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I'm like, I'll use that. And I know that's not antibacterial. But at the same time, I'm just I'm diligent about washing my hands and wiping things down, especially when it comes to meat and meat preparation. You know, it's like, and things like that. That's that's kind of gets gives me the EBGBs a little bit. Everybody in my family makes fun of me because I don't eat chicken myself. But when we prepare it raw, everyone's like, "Ah, oh, you're gonna stress Andrea out. You gotta like make sure that you like sanitize the whole kitchen." <laughs> spray it everywhere. Well, that's my problem is that I'll use a natural hand sanitizer, but it's still a hand sanitizer. And when I go to the grocery store, I get those wipes or I'll bring my, you know, natural wipes and I'll wipe things down. But then I think, again, I'm not going to build up my immunity if I'm always so paranoid. So that's something that I'm trying to work on. Well, good. That's, it's good that you're aware of it and trying to work on it. I, on the other hand, um, I'm not working on that part. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not overboard. It's just with certain things like chicken or whatever. So you have a great list in this article that hands, uh, you want to wash your hands when they're visibly soiled after coming from outside, often during cold and flu season, before sitting down to eat, after, after coughing or sneezing, visiting or caring for sick people, after playing with children or handling children's toys. I have to pause on that one. One thing that's always just boggled my mind is why would a doctor's office, like a pediatrician's office, have a, a whole basket of toys for children when most of the children there are sick? I mean, it just seems like such a disaster. So true that you're saying that. I remember when my kids were little and they would like go in there and like, ooh, and all the kids' noses are running. I'm like, Okay, yeah, no, it definitely, and nobody's ever wiping down those toys. Like, like, let's be real. Nobody, same thing in like you know classrooms. Nobody's ever wiping them down. So I think that's uh, that's, a, and then also like the shopping carts, right, the back of them. Like, but you don't have to go crazy with the with you know killing. It's just like I know that we are saying that it takes a certain amount of time to get rid of these germs, but even for like 
the back of the shopping cart, just wiping it down with whatever, like you said, Lisa, when you walk in. Yeah. And then I always look like the super paranoid parent because I'd be like, don't play with those toys. You know, Uh, another uh, time to wash your hands after handling garbage, using the phone or shaking hands after touching your pet. Oh, geez. I'd have to wash my hand. I touch my pets like a billion times a day. Uh, animal waste, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. pet food or treats. Uh, that's it. I didn't think about the treats. That's interesting. Uh, after going to the bathroom or changing a diaper. And then what you had mentioned, uh, before and after handling food, being especially careful with raw eggs, meat, seafood, and poultry. After coming home from the grocery store, uh, the school, the mall, the church, where you may have touched objects. And what's interesting is that I think what most people think is that they have to be using the hand sanitizers constantly and they have to use the antibacterial soap, but just soap and water is enough. And if you do it for that 20 seconds, that's the big thing. Exactly. You don't need the chemicals in those, some of those hand sanitizers or the alcohol that's in a lot of them. There's some great hand sanitizers out there that use essential oils that help to kill a lot of back, like that bacteria, like a eucalyptus like I've seen. So there are definitely some natural options where you don't have to use and some of those hand sanitizers too have artificial colors in it. So you know that they're like green or blue or different colors. Well, what do we think we're using? They're actually using coloring. So just exactly soap and water or using some of the some of those natural options that have those essential oils will work to help kill those germs. And you know what I do? Funny enough, because when I travel, I use the nature care wipes. And what I'll do is I will bring essential oils with me and then I'll wipe down like the the TV screen in front of me, I'll write down the armrest behind. I, I remember reading an article where they said that on an airplane, like the dirtiest parts are like the head, like the headrest, like what you're actually putting your head against, the tray, the TV screen and the armrest. So I remember reading, or even like the pocket in front of you. So I tried, I don't go that far, but I will wipe down the TV screen. And especially if I'm going to eat on the airplane, I always carry my own food when I'm traveling. I want to make sure that, you know, my hands, at least it's wiped down to the to my, you know, to something where I feel comfortable with touching and not having to like worry that it's all full of yucky stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Hand washing is a good thing, but overwashing your hands, this surprised me. I thought it was going to say we'll dry them out and they'll crack in the winter, which is, is further on down. But it says can actually increase your risk of getting sick. When you wash your hands frequently, it removes protective oils on your skin and increases your risk of skin cracks. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I overwash my hands. And then my daughter, oh my gosh, she has the most sensitive skin. It hasn't even been cold until today. And her hands are already starting to crack. I don't know. It's a whole nother topic. I need, I've tried everything under the sun cream wise. It's very frustrating. So for her, it's like, God, she's got to, you got to wash your hands after school and before you eat and all other things, but then they're like cracking. So if anyone out there knows about an amazing product, Andrea, do you have any recommendations? Well, what I was going to recommend actually, was first of all, a couple of things. If her skin is getting that dry, have you given her like, do you give her yes. like omega-3s? Yes. Yeah. And a nice dosage of omega-3. Have you tried GLA, which is gamma linoleic acid? Because a lot of times when our skin is dry, it's lacking omega-3s in our body so i would or omega-6s i would try that gla and um you know see if the gla helps her i would also try there's a great product by a company called silver biotics and they've got a hand cream that has silver and ionic silver in it that i really love that's another product that i love i mean there's so many great um products on the market that can help with because it's the hydration right you want to make sure you keep that hydration locked in so those are a couple of products that I, i would definitely recommend but I think one of the important things that we really need to understand too is keeping our immune system strong because sure, I mean, obviously wiping our hands and everything, but our bodies are really smart. And as much as we're germaphobes, Lisa, you and I really know that our bodies are smart beings and it knows what to do in terms of, you know, 
keeping ourselves healthy and our immune system strong. So some things that I'm a big fan of are using like oregano oil to help strengthen our immune system. And oregano oil is antibacterial, it's antiviral, it's anti, you know, fungal, it's great. So you just take like a couple of drops under your tongue. We work with North American Urban Spice. They've got a, a you know, they're known for their oregano oil. So to me, I would be taking that as, you know, arming yourself. Barleen's has an olive leaf, which is great, again, antiviral, and it helps to protect our boost our immune system. Silver is amazing. Um, Sovereign Silver has a great silver that they can use. I, you know, also, we talked about the silver biotics. So Sovereign Silver has a silver. When my kids are sick, I'm a big fan of, we call it colloidal silver, ionic silver. When, you know, for an eye infection, I recently had, you know, vertigo and I was putting, and it was due to a virus, I had labyrinthitis, and I would literally put the colloidal silver into my ear. And that really helped me, the Sovereign Silver. And they come in like you can these droppers and you can literally just put it right into your ear and it made me feel so much better. So it's good for ear infections. Like I use a scratch cornea. Like I've used it so many different things, but it's really good too if you have a cough. So if you're, you know, you find that you're a little bit under the weather and you've got this cough, go get some Sovereign Silver because it will really help. That's amazing. What was the name of the virus you had? It was called labyrinthitis. So it's like a, an inflammation of the inner ear. And I, I got it like five years ago. And it's such a crazy story. So I had it five years ago and I woke up. It was That's why around Halloween, I'm always like, ah, you know, the fall, the change right. in weather. And it causes inflammation in my, in my ear. And I woke up with, I had six weeks of vertigo and it was, you know, a lot of dizziness. And then the doctor said I had labyrinthitis and it can always come back. So I, it's a, thank God I've been you know, I've been blessed that it hasn't really, but every year it acts up a little bit where I'll be like, I lie down and I sit up and I'm like, Oh, there we go. I'm a little bit dizzy. Um, so at this time of the year, now that could be due to adrenals, but at this time of the year, I know it's my labyrinthitis. So I literally put in this, the colloidal silver. Oh, that's incredible. Well, this has been fun. Andrea, I love when you and I just chat a lot of good information. I'm going to check out the, the, the stuff you were talking about for me and my daughter for her hands. I'm going to try to go to the grocery store and not wipe down the thing that, you know, that you push the cart with the handle <laughs> and just shop and then get home and wash my <laughs> damn hands. You know, I need to stop being so paranoid. Stay healthy this fall season. And I know that we are going to be having, we're going to have quite a few articles on our website on Ashley Savvy about uh, boosting our immune system. So definitely check us out at naturallysavvy.com. And uh, we want to say a big thank you to all of you for all the downloads. We are getting so many downloads every month. Lisa, how grateful are we to everybody who's listening to our show? Oh my goodness. So, so happy. It just, it's awesome. And we just want to do the best we can. So feedback is great. You can always, you know, find us on Twitter, find me on, I'm finally getting on Instagram. I'm still really slow at it, but I've been doing a lot of these funny parodies, uh, making fun of social media and they're kind of picking up. Yeah, they're definitely funny. You could check her. What's your Instagram name, Lisa, so people can follow you? It is. I finally made this easy. Lisa Davis MPH. Look at that. I mean, my Twitter handle is ridiculous. I need to change it to Lisa Davis MPH. There you go. And I'm at Andrew Donsky and at Naturally Savvy. So thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for, um, for being you and uh, we'll see you next time. Stay well.